0: Section 32 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sandra Schmidt. The World Story, Volume 8 Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Eva March Tappen. Section 32 How Ragnar Lodbrok won a wife and the nickname by saxo grammaticus ragnar lodbrok was a half-legendary viking according to tradition he invaded england in the eighth or ninth century the editor herod the king of the swedes happening to go and hunt in the woods brought home some snakes found by his escort for his daughter to rear she speedily obeyed the instructions of her father and endured to rear a race of adders with her maiden hands moreover she took care that they should daily have a whole ox-carcass to gorge upon not knowing that she was privately feeding and keeping up a public nuisance the vipers grew up and scorched the countryside with their pestilential breath whereupon the king repenting of his sluggishness proclaimed that whosoever removed the pest should have his daughter many warriors were attracted by courage as much as by desire but all idly and perilously wasted their pains ragnar learning from men who travelled to and fro how the matter stood asked his nurse for a woollen mantle and for some thigh-pieces that were very hairy with which he could repel the snake-bites he thought that he ought to use a dress stuffed with hair to protect himself and also took one that was not unwieldy that he might move nimbly and when he had landed in sweden he deliberately plunged his body in water while there was a frost falling and wetting his dress To make it the less penetrable, he let the cold freeze it. Thus attired, he took leave of his companions, exhorted them to remain loyal to Fridlife, and went on to the palace alone. When he saw it, he tied his sword to his side and lashed a spear to his right hand with a thong. As he went on, an enormous snake glided up and met him. Another, equally huge, crawled up, following in the trail of the first they strove now to buffet the young man with the coils of their tails and now to spit and belch their venom stubbornly upon him meantime the courtiers betaking themselves to safer hiding watched the struggle from afar like affrighted little girls the king was stricken with equal fear and fled with few followers to a narrow shelter but ragnar trusting in the hardness of his frozen dress foiled the poisonous assaults not only with his arms but with his attire and single-handed in unweariable combat stood up against the two gaping creatures who stubbornly poured forth their venom upon him for their teeth he repelled with his shield their poison with his dress at last he cast his spear and drove it against the bodies of the brutes who were attacking him hard he pierced both their hearts and his battle ended in victory the king scanned his dress closely and saw that he was rough and hairy but above all He laughed at the shaggy lower portion of his garb, and chiefly the uncouth aspect of his breeches, so that he gave him, in jest, the nickname of Lodbrok. Footnote. Shaggy breech. The epithet for a hawk. End of footnote. Also, he invited him to feast with his friends, to refresh him after his labours. Ragnar said that he would first go back to the witnesses, whom he had left behind. He set out and brought them back, splendidly attired for the coming feast. At last, when the banquet was over, he received the prize that was appointed for the victory. By her he begot two nobly gifted sons, Radbart and Dunwat End of Section thirty two This recording is in the public domain